If you're looking to finance that dream DVC resale contract or possibly refinance the contract you already own, head on over to MoneraFinancial.com. They know DVC because that's all they do. They are DVC members themselves. They understand the value of owning a DVC membership and the joy that it's going to bring to the family for years to come. With competitive rates as low as 9.9% and a no credit check model, this becomes a no-brainer. So if you need to finance or refinance a DVC contract, head on over to MoneraFinancial.com and tell them the Mickey Dude sent you. Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude podcast means nobody gets left behind. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, coming to you from beautiful, sunny Orlando, Florida. From Daytona, I have my awesome... Mickey Dude Rotating Commentator, Joe Quattrochi with me. It was, well, first of all, uh, for those guests who've just joined us, aloha and welcome aboard. And it, I don't know about you, man, but it was like 81 degrees today. It was it amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was a Chamber of Commerce weather, as I like to say. I almost came home and jumped in the pool, but I was thinking that the water would still be a little too cold, thinking how um, the other days have been, you know, going down to the 50s and sometimes the 40s. I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a little bit more time, but I like the idea of being able to swim in January. Those are killing it, me. It's been, I'll tell you, man, the weather this year has been much better than previous years. I will say this. I usually, um, the, um, the IMSA sports car races this weekend, the Rolex 24 at Daytona. And uh, usually that race is like, it's, you know, it runs for 24 hours straight at the track. And usually like overnight, it's like in the 40s, 45. It's damp. It's cold. It's supposed to be beautiful this weekend. So Nice. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I always judge how the weather is. And like, yeah, it's much warmer than it usually is. Cool. I'm going to I'm gonna add a little caveat to that. But before we do that, we are going to introduce our amazing other Mickey Dude rotating commentator all the way up north in Cincinnati, Ohio. We have Annie Clark with us. Chris, can you grab my black glass? Paul. And it's cold. It's been freezing rain all day. And you're gonna you're going to hate you're gonna hate me, Annie. I already because, do. Uh, well, that's that's par for the course, of course. Oh wow. Of course, that was of redundancy that was not uh, intended. But Department of Redundancy Department. Yes. I am at that point where I'm starting to become a true Floridian because my blood is starting to thin out because uh, at a boy it reaches to seven <laughs> it reaches to seventy one degrees and I'm looking for a hoodie and it's not because I'm cold it's just because okay so I'm wearing long pants at that point because it's the winter and I'm just trying to have some normalcy and it just feels it just, you know my my hoodies when they you know when they come out of the wash and everything with the fabrics off and everything they just feel nice they just feel comfortable and after a while I'll go outside and, and plus my 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 apartment is always uh, cold because we keep it in the 60s but so there are times where it'll be a little chilly in the apartment I'll go outside with it on and then Maybe a 10 minutes later, I'm like, wait a minute, why am I wearing this? And I take it off. But it's become the norm to actually put on a hoodie in the 70s. And I'm like, who am I? And this is just, this is just not me. I, uh, I daydream of packing up my winter coat for, and not getting it back out ever again. <laughs> like every, After every winter, I pack it up. And sometime, someday, it's going to be the last time. You still need it down here every now and then. I'm... Well, yeah, but you can keep it in the basement all year. This is true. I think the last time I used it was Coats. on Christmas Day. 
because I, uh, human I, beings why do we live in these places why don't we, we all congregate in the nice weather places it doesn't make sense to well me. it went down to 37 degrees here here in orlando on christmas uh, on christmas day i had to evacuate my building on um, early christmas morning when uh, the uh, fire alarm went off apparently they were testing the fire, fire panel a few days beforehand and they didn't they didn't rehang up the whatever latch it was properly and then when it went down to the 30s the metal on it contracted causing the uh, latch to slip and at about maybe uh 5:45 in the morning a massive alarm wakes the entire building up and we had to all get out and wait for the fire department to come and it took a while for them to respond and by the time they got here it was just total I walked back in. I'm like, there's nothing going on. I walked back in and actually got my winter coat. Uh. But, so now, this is not going to come out this week because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you've been noticing, the last couple of weeks we have not had some shows out. It's just been, you know, create, you know, life has gotten in the way and some we've also had some uh, software issues going on. So a whole, but a whole conundrum of things have prevented us from getting out our shows which we're actually getting back onto track now so while we're recording this one when the news came out it will not be something that we're discussing until weeks later but uh, today was the uh, re uh, brand announcement of the rebranding of the jungle cruise which i'm fine when they do kind of make adjustments to uh, attractions because walt always said it's not a uh, Museum. museum but with this one what 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 uh, joe was just telling me was uh president of the parks josh Lamar was saying yeah it needed to be updated because it's not culturally appropriate which i'm going through the entire thing and i'm trying to figure out where where is there any type of issues that would make it a cultural issue because I, I really it's, can't it's see with it. the natives dave it's it's with the natives oh and- yeah and, and I guess that they, they are making from some of the uh, the art that I've seen online on WWNT, um, they want to make the group, it's one, two, three, four, five people climbing the pole more culturally diverse. So And get rid of the natives altogether? They get rid of the natives. It looks like it's going to be an old white guy, an old black guy, a, a female, uh, an Asian dude, and uh, another female, a redhead. A guy in a uh, wheelchair? He might be behind the pole. I don't know. But I said that the story and cultural, uh, it's going to provide more humor. Wildlife, is, you know, the skipper at heart, it's going to value diversity of the world around us. So just when you um, when you ride Jungle Cruise, just make sure that you'll feel better about yourself. Um, the issue I have with this is that, number one, it's not real. It's fake. Yeah. Okay. Number two is, again, you're going to spend money to fix something that doesn't really need to be fixed when you just had 32,000 cast members laid off. And you know what, too, on top of that? Like, like I don't like think, is, I this don't, is what they're, yeah. Okay, this is what, this is, I'm sorry. I mean, I, listen, I understand certain things maybe need to be adjusted. I understand. And listen, it, this is just my opinion, okay? I don't ride Jungle Cruise and look at it as like, oh my God, I'm offended by this. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying? Like, I it's not either. a real thing. I, I don't, and I honestly, now I'm not of the culture, but I don't, I don't see why the natives would be that much of an issue if if they're if they're taking ideas, you know, they're telling they're telling a story at that point. I don't see an issue I don't see an issue with that. Like it's I mean, I under, I understand like when Disney like redid pirates and everything, you know, I can't get, I can't get behind human trafficking, but at the same time, it's a story about pirates. You know, it's like it's you not know, this real. is part yeah, it's this like- is part of you know, this is part of the story. I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not saying right there that I'm. I'm not saying that the jungle. I'm not saying that pirates that scene needed to go or anything like that. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I I saw more of the issue with pirates than I did with Jungle Cruise. I mean, honestly, there are other there are other um, attractions in Walt Disney World that I would call into question before I called into the Jungle Cruise. The guy that the guy that committed suicide that's hanging by his neck in the haunted mansion when you go into the stretching room, you know, maybe at this point, maybe you might want to look at that at this point, or 
you know. But again, uh, but the, again David, it's 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 not real. Yeah, this I know a, that it's a theme park. It's I, like uh, I, I get that. Sure, yeah, sure. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, um, okay, well, first of all, I'll say I agree uh, with Dave. I, I actually do agree with the pirates changes. I know it's not always the most popular opinion, but uh, I won't expand on it. However, no, this I, I don't I don't really get upset about the native personally, but whatever. I don't really care that much. My, but my question is this. Um, is it going to be based more on the movie or not? Because that's what I... My I, understanding negative. is they will be Easter eggs to the movie, but it will not actually be connected so, to the movie. Okay, Correct, interesting. Yes. The well, other I don't thing, understand why... Well, I don't know. It's just weird. I, I don't know. Take this just money insane. and let's finish Tron. Let's yeah, finish you know Guardians what? of the Galaxy. <laughs> that, that let's, get totally some of the street, let's get some of the street performers back. Like, honestly, it's I like... That's the thing, you know, and that's what bothers me, Annie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, it's like there are so many. Like, we talked about this. Remember, like um, last week about my my neighbors that went, and they had a blast. Yeah, I, I talked to them the other day. They had a blast. They had a lot of fun. I I, I had a family emergency come up, so I wasn't able to, to meet up with them. But the one thing that they said was, she goes, "I wish there was some shows." And mm-hmm. that's somebody who's never been there. And it's like, this is that's what the money should be spent on, like. You want to update John Cruz down the road? Fine, but right now between, exactly. That was <laughs> right my, now, but... that was Gro- that was Grogo going off on his own. I guess some there was some See, type of uh, even La- vibration even, that set him off. Even Lanfant agrees. He's going again. Agrees. You know that's the thing. It's like you have cast members that were laid off. You have attractions that aren't finished. You've got half of Epcot that's not done yet. It's like yeah. let's. Let, let's focus. Let, let's keep on the ball here, guys. You know, no, you're let's... right. There are like about one million things you could do before doing anything to Jungle Cruise at all. You could just leave it there. No one would. Exactly. I mean, that would be fine. No one would know. If you want to do it in Disneyland, fine. It Disney's not even open. It could be open for like another year. I mean, at this rate, the way they're going. But well, if yeah, you're you want to do it, plus it with something someone wants. This is just a bunch of stuff nobody really nobody cares wants. about. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> to do I, it with something that I, somebody wants somewhere. And I think part of like the natives, like it's just it's so like crazy. Like not, it's just that's what makes it funny. You know, now you're gonna make it kind of realistic, like with real people. It's like okay, you yeah, know. It seems like dated, cartoony kind of thing like a, I think, I think know, that's what gives funny it a little, cartoon gives a little charm to like that but that that's what just aggravates me the most and i think i mean i think you guys can maybe you know at least understand my opinion on that just no, kind of like no uh, i totally all right with this one i told i totally get you with it i would I mean, even put it below like peter pan on offensiveness it's very very low on, on how you I know mean, what I can kind of see the point but it's extremely low you know what's, what's what really i would put minute i would definitely put in terms of all this, I would definitely put Haunted Mansion first because you know what that can trigger some people, and you know what I'm surprised. I'm surprised these uh, really uh, off off the wall, uh, you know, purists out there aren't going and complaining every day to guest relations about three bears singing about being turned on. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm offended about? I'm offended that the people movers still not working. That's what offends me. Oh yeah, right? no, me so. too. Me but too. you know every, everything else, and this is the thing, man. You can't make everybody, you can't make everybody happy everywhere. If you're no, gonna be, you're never, listen, gonna, you, you're never you, gonna. You, you could walk out to Publix and be offended by something. I mean, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like so. But um, I mean, let's. They, they just need to keep their eye on the ball. I mean, I don't know. That's just my two cents. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, this literally broke probably. Uh, I saw it on WDNT around five o'clock. So it's only a few hours old by the time we're recording this. So yeah, but Disney Parks Disney Parks blog also announced it. Yeah, I'm just saying, but like, so this kind of happened. So we'll we'll see what you know people say out there, what some of the other podcasts say. But I don't know. I think I thought it was just kind of. I think it's kind of good we just discussed it because it's kind of well, like this it's is going to be. It's, it's going to come out in a few weeks after this goes off because this well, then we'll well then we'll we'll go in time and we'll see what happens. We'll yeah, see we will know a lot more than has come out <laughs> since then because. because there are other shows that are kind of, kind of timely that my uh, 
next messed up computer has sort of uh, dropped the ball on, but they they were still recorded, so they need to go out. So it's it's, it's a free podcast, though. You know, it's not behind a paywall, so it's uh, we do the best we can, everybody. We so. do. You do make a good point. <laughs> now, before we get into our actual topic for today. Uh, Joe, before you got on, I was having a little conversation uh, with Annie, and Annie was talking about in previous shows how she was planning to come to uh, Walt Disney World in March, and we were trying to convince her of the positives and negatives to come, and she's finally made a decision, and when she told me the decision, I was I am completely 100% on board with this. So Annie, what was the verdict? Did you decide to come to Walt Disney World or not? Drum roll. I feel like I'm like building it up and then it's a disappointing answer. We decided not to come and I will share the same reason that I told Dave, which is it's going to be um, my daughter Heidi's first trip. And I it suddenly occurred to me one night um, that like we're going to walk up to the castle and I'm going to look at her. And I'm not gonna be able to see her face looking at the castle. She's gonna have a mask on. It's gonna be like that for the whole trip. I'm not gonna be able to like see her face about anything. It's gonna be covered with the mask. So that is why I'm just. I would rather wait until I can see like her actual face when we walk up to this big freaking castle. You know. I never I think even that, thought of it like that. I think but... I think that's a great decision. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, it's it's honestly, you know. It's like with anything else, you want somebody's first experience to. Yeah. So, for an example, right, Annie, this this makes you feel better. My my family owns a timeshare in Aruba. They've been going for years. My mom and dad have been going for like thirty years straight. My mm-hmm. mom and dad have wanted my wife to go to Aruba for like the longest time. We were supposed to go this past summer. All this crap happened, and Aruba opened back up, and Americans were allowed to travel. Okay, you had to get like a COVID test and all that stuff. But then we did some research. We found out that. You know, like a quarter of the restaurants were open, the casinos weren't open. And I said, honestly, I told my wife, I said, Jen, I'm like, I grew up going to Aruba. Like that was, you know, one of the couple of spots I used to go to was like Disney World and Aruba. I was very lucky as a kid. And I said, I want your first experience to be like amazing. I want you to go and like not have to worry about like having a face diaper on your face and like walking around and like the casinos aren't open. And, you know, all the, the great restaurants in Aruba are open. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they're not right now. I said, I want your first experience to be great. And we canceled the trip. And I think that's the same thing with you and your daughter. I think that, you know, the fact that, like, it, all you want to do is see her smile. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's you're not, not you're point. not even asking. You're not even asking for, like, every attraction to be open. She's like, I just want to see my daughter smile when she sees the castle. And, like, you're not even to get that. So that, that should tell you right there. I think you're making the right decision. I think you just bank that money, put it away, save a little bit more. And when everything does open up, you make that you, you plus your trip even more. And I, yeah. I think, and that's why I think you're doing it. I think you're making a good choice. I know some people can't do that and they have to go and that's understandable. But if you're able to do it, I think that, you know, as long as she's not like itching, like I have to go, I have to go. I think, you know, maybe another year things will be different. And I think you'll have an even a better experience. Yeah, yeah. It was more just impatience, you know, and like, should we just go ahead and do it anyway? Who cares kind of thing. But that was really just like the tipping point in my mind. And it's something simple. It's it. something, it's something simple. You yeah. know, the, the fact mm-hmm. that like, you know, and, and, you, and you could never if that if this is really her first trip ever, you could never get that back. Yeah. Exactly. And that's something that we never even thought of in, in our discussions. But, you know, if it's your second, if you've been around and, you know, sure, go. But that whole idea of, you know, wanting to see some seeing for the first time, you know, I was of the idea of go, go, go. But you know what? You changed my mind on that one, you know. Yeah, if you have somebody with a first part. trip, don't go until you, <laughs> until next. It, it's different for Dave and I. I mean, like Dave is literally like down the street. Dave could throw a rock to Disney. Oh property. yeah, well, even I mean, for I would go like myself. Sure. Yeah, I mean, but for us, so it's easy. Like, eh, I'm gonna go, whatever. I'll go whenever. You know, I'll, we'll go another time. But for you, it's like you're committed to airplane travel, or if you're driving, and it's a lot. It's a it's a lot of commitment, a lot of financial commitment as well, and. So, and yeah, I'm also you know, glad just feel off right now, Joe? too, when you do them, even when they're normal. Sorry, go ahead. No, Joe, um, yeah. I also totally agree with uh, you about uh, your decision for Aruba because Jen's not going to get that whole experience. And from speaking as someone who loves Aruba himself and everything, you know, it's uh, the only thing she's going to get with that is um, I don't think that they're going to suspend people su- coming up to, this, to you on the streets of Ranjastad trying to. St- to uh, deal you cocaine, so. 
I, I I've never had that happen to me. Oh, and every time I was in Aruba, you know, people would walk a, right up to me trying to sell of, me cocaine. Of, they, 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 of, they 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 don't even like like, yo man, you want some coke? Yeah, a lot, well, I, you know, I mean, I haven't been there in a lot. Of, Maybe you since, looked thirsty. I haven't been since 2007, Dave, and like when I was going, it was mostly like it was mostly just weed. So, but I mean, um, you know, but I don't really, you know, it's. I, it's 2007 was probably the last time I was there too, actually. Yeah, I mean, I used to go. My cruise ship broke down, and I got two more days on the island. It was great. That was yeah. That was my. uh, That was like my high school. You know, I did a lot of drinking in Aruba Bay. (laughs) It was a lot of partying, but uh, I think I would definitely be a lot different now than uh, you know. I'd be now. I want some Amstel Bright. No, I'm like a I'm a uh, Balashi guy. I mean, I like the the stuff. You know. Oh no, I love Balashi. Oh, Blashi's great. So Blashi is just a like a, a, a Rubian Pilsner, something crazy. Mm-hmm. It's it's refreshing. It's like a, like a Heineken kind of beer. Anybody doesn't know, but I've been drinking it since I was a kid. But the great thing about Aruba is it's a Dutch island, so uh, Amstel, Heineken, it's all domestic, so it's a little little cheaper. But anyway, not to get off on Aruba tangent, this is a Walt Disney or Disney podcast. <laughs> so uh, uh, Dave will transition uh, for you and Annie. What are we uh, What are we talking about tonight? Okay, so. Um... I am a big fan of Diet Epcot. I love my Epcot festivals, but there are just way too many festivals in Epcot. And I thought, let's get a little creative and hypothetically, let's try to actually give Epcot a break and actually let it Epcot be Epcot in all its glory without a festival. And if we're going to do a festival, let's move a festival to another park. So I had thought to move a festival to... Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, obviously, uh, I feel like the Festival of the Arts could really shine through at Disney's Hollywood Studios because, you know, you have visual arts being made over there and, and, you know, there's performing arts at at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I kind of feel like the Festival of the Arts would probably fit a little bit better within the confines of Disney's Hollywood Studios for that. So... With that, I decided let's get a little more creative and create our own festival. This is my scenario that I throw out to you guys. Walt Disney World is going to be celebrating animation in a brand new festival out at Disney's Hollywood Studios. This is going to be a yearly festival, and each time they have it, they're going to be highlighting different movies, and there's going to be some type of tie-in within the parks to uh, really celebrate those movies. So I thought maybe like one of your blockbuster princess movies and maybe some of the other movies that are that really don't get so much love in the parks can be featured and there could be some type of small cele- temporary celebration for them. And I thought, well, let me throw this out to you guys and see what what can you come up with. So with this Let's get creative and let's see if you have any festivals and if you got had any creative ideas. And also, Joe, I'm going to start with you. All right, so what, what category am I going off of here? Am I doing the, uh, the animated, the blockbusters, or the fun? What I, so basically just uh, uh, my thought with this one was, uh, you know, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. I just thought, you know, maybe we'll just go around, we'll tell each other, We'll tell each other what ideas we had for a festival. You know, if any of us afterwards have any comments of things, oh, yeah, well, you could also do this, an idea to uh, add to your festival. You know, a little discussion and everything, that would be fine. So, you know what? Lay everything out on the table and let Annie and I uh, make comments if we hear. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through some of my ones. And so, like, when I told, us, when I told you guys pre-show, I said, this was kind of a typical topic because... I picked these with no rhyme or reason. I picked them because I like the movies. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's fine. It's um, the magic of Disney. Yeah, so... Mine uh, is completely insane, so just... Don't I'm all over the, Yeah, I'm all over the place here, Annie. So, uh, so, <laughs> so okay, am I'll, I, actually. So what, I, what I'll start with, I guess, is um, the first movie I will pick is The Mighty Ducks. Um, and so what I would do with The Mighty Ducks is, and if anybody doesn't know this, but back at Hollywood Studios back in the early 90s, they had the World Roller Hockey League used to play their games at 
uh, Disney's MGM Studios. So, in celebration of the Mighty Ducks or any of their I sequels, I did not know that. That's interesting. Yes, yep, I used to play on ESPN too. I remember I used to watch it, and uh, cause cool. I'm, a, I'm a big hockey uh, junkie. Um, so what I would do is maybe have if to celebrate that, have some kind of like sport court set up with like where the kids can like you know, you could have a a goal there, a net you could shoot pucks or like you know a, a, like a cutout of like Goldberg or whatever from the movie and you know, kind of do something like that. So um, I would kind of do something like that. So that would be one of my movies. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna name a bunch here, Dave. Uh, Tron. Even though there, there's a, a uh, an attraction on the way, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Tron. So is Steven, as everybody knows that for people who listen to the show. Um, so Tron, I, I don't know. I would maybe do some kind of like I don't even know, man. Some kind of like black light inside room thing where I guess it wouldn't really be COVID friendly right now. But you know, some kind of experience that would look something like the movie with like throwing the discs or taking pictures or something. They actually uh, did have something like that at Disneyland once. They had like a, a night uh, dance party where they, it was like it looked like a rave and they did oh, have like I remember that. I'd yeah. be kind of cool. Okay, so I'm gonna maybe adopt your thing where you That's just said fun. Maybe, maybe make that like a dance party kind of thing. So well, they also had with it. They had like shuffle. They they had like uh, people like playing shuffleboard type things where you would have all these discs going across the floor and everything. You know, kids could play it and everything. And when it wasn't, there was uh, just cast members shooting it, shooting it across and across the floor. And then they, after a while, after it went from Tron, it went to the Mad Tea Party, and it was like when that really uh, psychedelic, trippy LSD version came out. Well, in a COVID-free world, Dave, you could have like a giant laser tag for Trump. Yeah. Well, this was this was when like the whole live Alice came out, but they switched it over. But then they went back to Tron, I believe. So how many? How many more? You want maybe like two more? Maybe like four total? Well, four. But I, I'm going to call you a Chuck on this one because I did say it was an animation. I have. I'm getting there, dude. You said four animated movies, two blockbusters, and two fun. So why are you What I meant was. For, I meant I meant animated movies that were blockbusters and oh, or do I animate it? Oh, okay. But well, you know what? I like your idea, so we're just gonna change this on the fly. I'm all, all right, animated. Right. I think Annie is too. But let's continue this because okay, well, I just well, wanted I, to, I just wanted to rouse your feathers. That's all. I, just I have to four animated you. movies. So the next oh, one I'm gonna go okay. with, okay, is uh, is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, I haven't seen it in like a really long time, but uh, Lady and the Tramp. And okay. what I'm going to do is, is uh, we are going to do a better version of, um, what do you call it, on Main Street? Dude, why am I having a brain fart right Tony. now? Tony. Tony, thank you. There's, but, there's um, a reason why you're having a brain fart because it's, it's, not, awful. Worth, it's not worth me- mentioning or remembering. <laughs> okay, but, it's not memorable at all. But what we're going to do is, um, so for, you know, so we got my hockey rink for Mighty Ducks. We got maybe a little laser tag or dance party for Tron. Lady in the Shrimp, we're going to get the uh, the chefs from Il Molino to come over and make some spaghetti and meatballs for everybody and have a giant Italian pavilion for Lady in the Tramp to celebrate one of the famous scenes, um, you know, in, in the movie. So we'll do that. And then the last one, Dave, I will do, I'll give you one more. I mean, I got four animated ones here, but I'll give you one more. So I'll do two. Non-animated to animated. Get creative. I'll uh, take all four if you have them. You, might, right, you, well, you took uh, time to think about it, so let's, yeah. Let's... Well, I mean, I, I'll bring them up. So, so some of my other favorites here are uh, shout out to uh, my boy Tim Schwaska, fellow Mickey dudes. Uh, Jungle Book, can't go wrong with the Jungle Book. Uh, shout out to my wife who loves Alice in Wonderland. Talk about trippy movies, Dave. And uh, you know the classic. She, uh, you know, she's been overshadowed a lot by um, Dopey lately, but. Uh, Shout out to my girl Snow White. Uh, I know you like your princess movies, Dave. Uh, but the Seven Dwarfs get a lot of the love, but Snow White is uh, she's pretty she's pretty awesome. So, uh, but I, those are the four animated ones I picked. Um, and then I have some other ones here that are not animated. Like uh, I threw in a Lizzie McGuire movie just because I've seen that a million times because of my niece. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and the last one I had was Mary Poppins. But uh, so they could I have a you... Lizzie McGuire stunt show. I'll like, tell you what, yeah. And... Dude, my and niece, is, and... <laughs> she's discovered all of these, like, so I'm a little old for Lizzie McGuire, right? So that was, but like, I know who, I know about the Lizzie McGuire movie, Hillary, was it, uh, what's her name? Hillary, um, Jeff. thank you. Um, Don't but like, my, but my, <laughs> but my niece, like, has dis- discovered all of these, 
like 90s 2000s movies on disney plus and so then when uncle joey comes to here and watch it and i'm just like okay this isn't it's better than some of the other stuff they've watched but i've seen it a bunch of times already so it's uh i'm so cool i love yeah. that so yeah so i know that was a little bit of a, a mess dave where this is kind of mm-hmm. ad hoc we're kind of just going but no, um, I, you know, it's we're blue skying. You know, this is this I mean, is how but, the best ideas come around with Imagineers. So you know dead. what? But I love that I could eat pasta while playing hockey. So I mean, listen, it's, I know it's a crazy kind of. It doesn't. There's really no rhyme or reason to my festival, but we're just gonna. It's the celebration of my favorite movies. So that's, it's a celebration um, of Disney, and you know what? That's that's absolutely fine. You know what? It's for some people, think, it's gonna be magical. These things. I'm sorry, but, you know, but like. I feel lately a lot of the old movies just aren't getting they're not getting the love and the attention that they deserve and a lot of it's been put on like Marvel and Star Wars I get it those are the money makers I understand that but you've got a lot of hardcore people that are just like hardcore Disney fans and that's why I thought this would be a good topic to, to discuss you know so oh, get, get, let the old stuff get some love you know what I'm saying so, exactly but... for real now real. and Annie, would you like to go first, or would you like me to go, and then you, you and then you hit it out of the park? I feel you? like you should let me go first, and the, and then we should go to yours. Because when, <laughs> yeah, we should. I usually let me go first. All right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna start with. Let's see. Should I start crazy and get more normal? Should I look see what's thank you? I'm gonna start with. Uh, I'm going to start with my second option, which is medium crazy. Uh, so I, I have a few. Uh, I know you didn't give me this much power, but I'm taking this much power where my festival will also be the commencement of several announcements. Okay, uh, cool. One of which is an announcement that the Tower of Terror will remain the Twilight Zone, Hollywood Tower of Terror. In, in fact... In fact, my, my entire idea for, for the festival was that this would be the Hollywood Forever Festival that would signify that Hollywood Studios will forever be Hollywood Studios. It will never transform into some strange IP Disney thematically lost land. It would signify that it will always be Hollywood and Hollywood Studios. So one of the ways we will celebrate that is the Tower of Terror Forever ever where we will have a toy story for meet and greet at the tower of terror and now i i couldn't decide how crazy i wanted to go with this um i like the idea of a disney plus tie-in short something called the toylight zone perhaps we would have our meet and greet with vincent and gabby gabby the creepy dolls from toy story 4 who i love then in the Disney Plus tie-in short, you could have like Woody in a bellhop uniform or something like that. And then you could have that at the meet and greet too. And then if you really wanted to go full hog on this, you could have a whole thing. You could have a whole overlay where there's like, where you like, where the toys are, are, are in someone's suitcase or something and they get struck by the lightning too and they get transported back to 1939 at the Hollywood Tower Hotel and they're and they're in the elevator with us wouldn't that be wacky <laughs> so that that is my first idea your plan is much more formulated than mine was <laughs> yes yeah, seriously i'm impressed I, I maybe you should have maybe you should have gone last uh, that's I, all right uh, it can only go up so <laughs> I had to stay awake between 8 and 9.30 somehow. No, I was, I was <laughs> talking I to Annie on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so, th- wait, what did you say? And I was saying, maybe you should have gone last, because oh. right there, that was like a home run right there. You know, that would have been that would have been just like a walk-off. <laughs> Mic drop. It gets, uh, okay, well, I'm going to do my next two then, and then I'll end with my with my real, my real wacky one that no one would ever like. Which is why I love it. Um, okay, so my next idea is um, Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph and his friends are coming to Hollywood Boulevard, baby. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a Wreck-It Ralph takeover of Hollywood Boulevard. There's gonna be arcade games, all the stores and stuff. We're gonna take everything out. We're gonna make a big arcade, smorgasbord. That is freaking 
awesome. That is a, you, I can't believe you said that. Like nobody's gonna like that. That seriously, you have first of all, you had me at Wreck-It Ralph, right? I think he's an underrated character. Then you talk about coin-op arcades. I'm like, oh, I'm all about that. So like, no, yes. no, no. Andy, well, this that, is like this needs to become a permanent fixture. Seriously, you have part of that, you have the best festival because I'm not gonna be able to top you. <laughs> I want them to. Well, just wait till the very last one. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I want them to keep it simple, though. I don't want any uh, any weird Jungle Cruise weirdness. Just video games. <laughs> Get the freaking Sugar Rush racing game that you should have had at the Disney Quest in the first place. Get uh, oh, and 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 because Aerosmith, uh, I want a special. Not only do I want Aerosmith Guitar Hero arcade games in there i want disney to make a disney guitar hero please and thank you and put that in there too i know they made disney ddr which is dance dance revolution which is great for people who don't just know what ddr is <laughs> dance dance revolution but anyway i think disney guitar hero would be bomb so they're gonna do that too why not and then i'm so glad that you brought up this hockey rink or whatever because in the back of my mind i'm like we need a Wreck-It Ralph roller rink to go with this. So now I'm like, yeah, totally. I, if there's been a hockey rink before, then I'm also bringing a roller rink. So we're also getting a roller rink with this too while we're at it. Because yeah, I you, think that the time is right for roller rinks right now. Well, it sounds like my my, um, my festival is going to be canceled except the Italian food from Il Molino. For, <laughs> so we could just convert the Mighty Ducks one so you could have your Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, we could just right. do a transfer over. So. <laughs> You like that one too, Dave? I, I really do. <laughs> okay, well you're gonna like the next one, and then I'm and then I'm gonna flop the whole thing with the last one. I'm excited about this. So okay, so the next idea is, are the streets of America? What are what's back there now? Nothing. There is no streets of America. Yeah, but I mean, what's in the, what's where it used to be? Galaxy's Edge. Oh, okay. I well, I haven't been there since uh, Batu, so I I I have trouble placing things things like in my mind when I'm not standing there so I can think but anyway hmm. well for my idea we are traveling back in time so there's streets of America still there so we can change it because it's going to become the big hero six San Francisco streets of San Francisco and then the festival element is that we're going to have a taste of San Francisco so it's going to be not only are you in the city, but they're having their, like, taste of the city festival where they'll have all the, like, restaurant booths and stuff. But it'll be, like, whatever the Imagineers imagine might be at such a festival in this So you can do that land. technically in Muppet Courtyard and extend it to Commissary Lane. Sounds good to me. That's, that's why I've got you on my team here, Dave. <laughs> But anyway, oh, and then and then within that too, I thought it would be cool to have some sort of save the city mini game where like you have to help the big hero six save the city by like you know some kind of uh, impossible type deal. You know what what do they have now? What's the oh the Phineas and Ferb? What's that mm. thing called? The Perry the Platypus Epcot thing. Oh, uh, Agent P. Yes. Mm-hmm. H&P's World Something Showcase like Adventure, that. which is not available at the moment because most of the stores that it goes through are closed. Well, it'll be something like that, except Big Hero 6, San Francisco thing. Cool. And now, the final idea. <laughs> uh, to celebrate the announcement that the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster will forever remain Aerosmith-themed in perpetuity till the end of time. I present the following. It's time to rock out with Disney Junior and Aerosmith. You'll want to walk this way and check out the show as Disney Junior favorites, Doc McStuffins, Vamprina, Sophia the First, and the big cheese himself, Mickey Mouse, join America's best Aerosmith cover band for rockin' and rollin' tribute to Aerosmith. Enjoy hits such as Sweet Emotion, Dream On, and Janie's Got a Gun with a Disney Junior Twist. Junior Twist. You Janie's won't having fun? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. You're like Kids Bob. Uh, 
yeah, so that's my final idea. Aerosmith forever, Disney Jr. I'm gonna say no on that one, but not for reasons <laughs> not for reasons why you think. I'm saying no because you didn't include Fancy Nancy. <laughs> she okay. That's true. She and Steven Tyler are like in the same kind of They kinda of look like each other. They? Yeah, yeah, they, they kinda look like, like each other actually. They have the same kind of aesthetic going on. Yeah. They're both scary looking, so, you know. <laughs> he can go on her show. It'll be great. And in that way, we'll solidify with the children that they will have Aerosmith in their nostalgia bank in their head. So they will enjoy the fact that it will be Aerosmith forever. And no one will ever change it to any other music because that would be ridiculous. And that is the Hollywood Forever Festival. Man, my just, really sucks. Now I'm just getting a, I'm getting, a, I'm getting images of uh, the video for Living on the Edge, but all Disney characters, and it's just more <laughs> disturbing than. Wow. I uh, well, you know, the original idea I had of Parsons was Muppets, some sort of Muppet Aerosmith deal, but that's just too easy. Well, and then bring the and electric then you mayhem, you know, that would work wanna, so well. But I want to get the preschoolers into Aerosmith. You know, that, that part I, of my that, agenda. Okay, so that I agree with. That, that you, have me on, you have me on board with that. <laughs> Janie's having fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Aside from your uh, Playhouse Disney uh, or whatever it's Clubhouse, whatever, whatever, what is Disney, Disney Junior. Junior? It's a Disney Junior party. That's the new song that they have at the Cavalcade. I want to see America. I love Doc McStuffins uh, convertible. I really want to see America's greatest Aerosmith cover band, whoever that may be. I think they're called Dream On. It's gonna be great. If memory serves me right, I think they play regularly at the uh, House of Blues Orlando when when well, concerts were allowed to happen once upon a time when we had concerts. It could be a dream on with Disney Junior. That would that would be interesting. Yeah, you, know, you can get <laughs> that one. That one, yeah, no. It's crazy enough to work. Alrighty, so now again. And Annie, I really wish you would have uh, gone last because you totally, <laughs> you totally had a mic drop. I didn't that. expect it. I didn't expect that all to be so well received. To be quite honest, though. You see, I was going with Disney starts off basic, and then they, they, so I went really basic, and then figured from there, like a few years later on, judging by how uh, the reception of it, they would get a little bit more. Um, more bold and more uh, creative with their offerings. So yeah, m- mine definitely got away from me. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was great. So mine I'm is mine is a lot. Mine anyway. is a lot more basic. It's just it's going to be a, uh, a an animation celebration, and like Joe, mine is the the headliner for mine is going to be Snow White because you know it was the first full length feature animation and everything. So. In the whole one world, uh, one man's dream section, you know, it's all going to be the the, vid- the movies are going to be there about, you know, it's all going to be about the production of Snow White and interviews. And so there's going to be all sorts of Snow White production uh, information going on loop in one man's dream. And there's going to be extra exhibits added just devoted to making of Snow White in one man's dream, maybe some of the st- maybe some of the stuff that they have is taken out for the for the time being, put in the archives for a few months while one man's dream turns into uh, Walt's um, Snow White studio. And of course, with that, you know you're gonna have character meeting opportunities with the seven dwarfs, and you know the prince and Snow White will also be there to be able to meet, and uh, Groomhilda will be able will be there also to. Uh, take some uh, photos with everybody so you would have like the f- you would have the full uh, character set available out there uh, all over all over uh, Disney they would be um, 
inside of the studios, there would be snack stands selling uh, various gooseberry pie desserts. You know, gooseberries really don't exist, but so that's where you can get creative. You can make them blueberries. You can make them raspberries. You can do some type of berry-esque tweet, uh, treats and sell them all across the studios at different little kiosks celebrating Snow White and her gooseberry pie-making skills. And she's branched out, so that would be a good uh, food offering. Then we're going to go with some... I like that. It's got a nice homey feel to it. Yeah. Then what we're going to do is we're going to uh, celebrate one of my personal favorites that's really never gets any love in Disney parks, and people forget it even exists, and that would be the Great Mouse Detective. Yes. And with this, you know, it, it can be simple. I mean, obviously, you know, you can't bring back, like, the long-lost friends uh events when they had limited time magic where they have these characters that meet in the park that uh, are no longer there because I don't think to my knowledge they ever made any type of great mouse detective uh, costumes or whatever whatever you want to call them but honestly uh, and I'm not saying at this point you recreate the flavish heads but what you can do is something really simple you go around and you have a scavenger hunt and it's great mouse detective themed. You know, you have the characters, you know, maybe the great, the great mouse detective is on a trail of clues and you put the clues together and then you're able to solve some type of activity puzzle or anything after going around after going around the park and getting and finding the clues and everything. You uh, are able to solve some type of riddle. You go over to the store at the end, you solve your riddle and you get some type of uh, souvenir. You know, something, something small, but, you know, I, Disney, all they have to do is uh, give me a pass, give me, create a passport or create some type of scavenger hunt. And I have the word chump written across my forehead because it's like, okay, there's a scavenger hunt. I got to go buy it. I got to, I got to find everything. I got to finish it. And if there's a passport, I'm like, I have to, I have to like take a leisurely uh, couple weeks and just go back to Epcot and just try everything there just so I can check it off. And then, you know, Disney is making all this money off of me. So, you know, I, I, fall, for, I fall for Disney's ploys all the time. So scavenger hunts are definitely something that I would go, I would continue on with that. Now, uh, Joe, I'm yes. not going to do Lady and the Tramp, but I thought to... Uh, bring up another Italian movie and celebrate Pinocchio considering how um, iconic it is in the Disney circles and it was also a Disney classic and I had an idea like with the with a pavilion and everything and update have a have a lot of Italian offerings so have a have a bunch Flat of you know, yeah so <laughs> do all sorts of do so, all sorts of uh, Italian food in uh, just for just for a cultural connection to Pinocchio and just sell it all over all over the park, you know. So you could have the whole spaghetti and meatballs thing. You can get a little bit, you, and then you could also have some of your more cl- closer to Brown Derby, for instance. You could have some of your more artisanal uh, Italian food boots that would maybe be uh, closer to where you can go then and uh, sit at the. Uh, Sit at the bar at uh, the outside. The outside part of Brown Derby. You know, you, you know, maybe they're maybe they're selling a special uh, lemoncello Pinocchio drink or something like that to tie to tie in with it. And maybe there's a uh, maybe there's a couple of gelato stands or something around, something like that. And obviously, with that, you know, you're going to bring in um, Foul Fellow and Gideon and all of the uh, characters from Pinocchio to have uh, character greetings with them and all that so that would be that you know who's not going to jump at a chance to meet Jiminy Cricket you know so true all of those and you could also bring back the blue fairy on top of that so right there you have a face character at that time so I thought that would be another one and then finally I thought that the last one to do um 
would be Pocahontas. And with that one, you can basically use one of the one of the not the non-used uh, performance spaces because there used to be a uh, story time uh, with Pocahontas type of event in the uh, what was it? Uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. I think it was something like Pocahontas and her uh, fine uh, woodland friends or something like that. So you could basically bring a little bit of nostalgia from the Animal Kingdom back and maybe have that in the theater where they used to show where they showed the the move the Star Wars movie. And now they're showing the the uh, Mickey Mouse short. You know, maybe every. Every few hours have one of those shows where, you know, Pocahontas is there and she's maybe reads, maybe she reads some Native American legend stories and everything. And maybe they, they come to life on, on stage. And then also they have some keepers from Animal Kingdom that have brought over some woodland creatures to tell, to teach the kids about and, you know, kind of just mix, uh, mix science and art together with that. And you could also t- tie it in by having, uh, you know, all sorts of merchandise. So Native American jewelry for sale and stuff like that. And maybe some, uh, may- maybe for a cultural connection also, you know, maybe have some Native, Amer- Native American dishes, you know. Um, basically uh, celebrate some tribes from ar- around the country and everything. Have like, have like little cultural uh pavilions up of different of different tribes so and, say kind of like world showcase except, yeah uh, yeah and you know maybe like you know like they whatever type of you know some type of food that they have you know that you can like end up like you know they like give me like an apache fry bread sandwich you know mix it with mix it with uh traditional stuff and more uh you know more uh Disney type foods, you know, uh, you know some. Pocahontas you know, has such cool imagery too. I'm sure it could make a really cool uh, show. Yeah, just so. that movie is really a pretty movie. The only thing I'm not, well, it, while it's not historically accurate and everything, oh, and sure. it makes and it makes sense. <laughs> I figured. I mean, it ends on a kind of it ends on a kind of downer with you know it's one of those stories where where man and woman don't end up together at the end. Yeah, it's kind of a weird movie. That's one of the bummer things about it is it's a really beautiful movie, and I think the music is beautiful, and I really like Pocahontas as like a character. Well, let's see, I, I feel weird even saying that, which mm-hmm. is what I don't like. <laughs> But I like Pocahontas. I I like the idea of it. Just and at the same time, it's that's how it that's how it had to end. You yes. know, you know, it's you it's can't, just a it, weird. It's a weird movie. I mean, not it, not that it is weird. It's just yeah. it's, it, as far as the Disney canon is concerned, it's it's sort of a, it's, it's almost like an the Hunchback of Notre Dame, which uh, mm-hmm. I'm all for renaming. Nice guys finish last. <laughs> yeah. Unrequited Love, the musical. Yes. Where's that phantom? Anyway, uh, yeah, I like that. I like. It's so nice to talk about things like scavenger hunts and food festivals and cute stuff that Disney does that we like, and not stuff that they're doing that we don't like. Like, it makes me think there will be a time where they they will start adding things that I'm excited about again, Mm -hmm. instead of this weird sort of stagnant whatever we're living in right now and i also i also thought with that to um actually i had another idea for the for the pocahontas one but it's just this one is just not this is i think about i think about the horrors of the butterfly garden at the uh, epcot when you know a kid steps on a butterfly in there because you know you see several be- dead dead butterflies i had thought somewhere in the studios to have a walk through hummingbird garden and that just can't end well so no <laughs> we're gonna Did, was there really a problem with the butterfly garden i have seen i have seen many butterflies meet their untimely demise in the butterfly garden by being crushed well, underfoot because we have uh you know like we have a pretty big butterfly show here but obviously not 
quite to the scale of like visitors that I, I <laughs> imagine Epcot would see. So it's, it seems pretty like chill at this butterfly show, but I guess I could see it. I could get out of hand. That's all. I, did, I didn't know if you were being for real or not with that. <laughs> no, I, you know, anywhere else I'd be like, all right, circle of life. But at that point, it's like, but it's Disney. <laughs> Yeah. So now I want to go to a butterfly show too. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, do you have any comments on my uh, festival? I do not. Okay. It's not. I mean, listen. Who am I to say anything after the uh, pile of crap I put out there uh, to start the show? With? <laughs> so I, I like, I liked your ideas. Yeah, I don't know, right. You know, it could have been a little better formulated, but you know, no, I think everything sounds good. I think uh, you know, it's just fun to think about something different. Um, I, I agree. I've missed dying Epcot. Um, I will say this, man. Like I'm a little festival out. Yeah, um, me too. I mean, you see one, you've seen them all. Like the art, the, the one right now is pretty cool. Like the local artists stuff or the, the Disney artists, whatever, you know, that do the Disney stuff. But I don't know, man. Like I don't get excited for the food booths anymore. They're out there all the time. Yeah, so me like, either. I'm like looking no, through, I'm looking through some of these things and I'm like, okay, this is just a bit much. I mean, the last time I was there, man, like me and Jen went to dinner at El Molino. We didn't even worry about the food booth. So, I mean, it's kind of like uh, a little, a little overkill, but yeah. But yeah, but I like yeah, yeah. that this festival was a little, it wasn't food centric completely. It was something a little different based on some movies. And yeah, it was kind of a, a fun little topic tonight. I well, would love nice to continue too, this into another series, but I just, if any of you have any ideas about how we can create this into a series with other parks, because I'm kind of coming up with a stalemate over here with that. Mm. But please, uh, reach out to us via Twitter or, you know, message uh, us on Instagram. That would probably give be us ideas. Too. Yeah. <laughs> other festivals for, others, for other uh, parks. And you know what? We'll even have you on if you want to come and talk about your idea and pitch your idea. If we if we just keep on coming up blank, you know, we'll happily have you on, listen to your ideas, and discuss your ideas. And maybe try I like to that. Let's yeah. do it. We'll make it fun. Yeah. All right. So does anybody else have anything to add before we uh, go to the social medias? I'm a little hungry, so besides that, you know, uh, <laughs> I haven't eaten dinner yet tonight, so. <laughs> Nice. But you don't want to hear about that, Dave. So sorry about that. <laughs> well, I actually, my well, you'll my dinner is uh, actually leftovers from Whispering Canyon that uh, my friend went and bought and was like, "I don't want this. You want this?" So thanks, Dan. Well, I'll tell you, I made a la- lasagna soup tonight, Dave. Ooh. So I, I make it in the um, Instapot, and essentially take a ground uh, a pound of uh, Italian ground turkey. Season it up, a little garlic in there, a little salt, pepper. Uh, you chop up some uh, green and red pepper, some fresh onion, kind of saute it up. Then you take uh, some whole peeled tomatoes, uh, two cans of just like regular tomato sauce, uh, a whole thing of unsalted chicken broth because, you know, less salt, the better. And, uh, and then you take like some like your whole wheat lasagna noodles, whatever, break them up, put them into the Instapot. And then you set it for like seven minutes, and it comes out amazing. So it's just in seven minutes. It's seven, yeah. I mean, seven wow. minutes. but you you have to. Uh, but we do this because you know when we get back from bowling, I come and do the show at you guys, and I don't feel like cooking after we bowl for three hours. So yeah, actually, actually, while I was with you, um, I have because uh, I was doing meal prep earlier. I actually have two spaghetti squashes roasting in the oven at the moment. While oh, nice! Those are nice. Yeah. So, All anyway. right. So, with that said, Joe, where can you be found on the various social media? Oh, well, I mean, I'm on Twitter at Joe Klopp. I don't really do much over there, but I have the uh, the name over there. I'm also on Instagram at Joe Klopp. If you uh, if you want to follow me from here, just kind of like if I I get a lot of random spam lately, so if I don't respond, send me a message saying, "Hey, I heard you on the podcast, whatever." Just so I know. But uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram at Joe Qua. You can also find me at the resortloop.com uh, DVC roundtable and over at the Disney Dads podcast. Check us out over there. Excellent. And uh, Annie, where are you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at DJ Phobe. That's DJ P-H-O-B. You've got to watch the stories, watch the highlights. It's fun. That's it. 
And I am on Instagram and Twitter at Figments Reality. I use Instagram a lot more and everything. I read tweets. I just, I'm not into tweeting for some reason. But our uh, Mickey Dudes uh, page is into tweeting. So you can find the Mickey Dudes at Twitter. Thanks, Steven, because I uh, don't run it. Uh, you can find them at uh, the Mickey Dudes on Twitter. The Mickey Dudes podcast on Instagram, and we also have a Facebook fan page where we uh, share out a lot of uh, content. We share out a lot of pictures that one of the Mickey Dudes is always taken if they're in the parks and all that. And we have been getting some really good um, engagements with that. So we want to thank everybody with that. So may your cre- creativity, like Disney's, ever be flowing and. Have a magical day. Exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.